It would be hard to think of two people who were more disunited than Saul the Pharisee and Stephen the deacon. The focus, or the focal point of their disunity, was none other than Jesus Christ himself. Stephen accepted Jesus, accepted Jesus as the Messiah and the Savior of the world, and Saul categorically rejected him. Because he was so utterly convinced that he was right, Saul made it his business to persecute Christians, arrest Christians, imprison Christians, all those who professed their faith in Jesus and claimed to be his disciples. Ultimately, of course, his misguided passion led him to become an accomplice to murder. As we heard in today's first reading from Acts chapter 7, when Stephen was being stoned to death, Saul watched over the cloaks of those who were throwing the rocks. He looked on approvingly while the first martyr of the church was being killed. Which brings us to this morning's gospel passage from John 17, in which Jesus prays for unity among his followers. And since Jesus calls everybody to follow him, it's actually a prayer for unity for everyone, for all people. Jesus says, Holy Father, I pray that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you. And I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one, as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one. The Lord desires unity. He desires unity in the church. But not only that, he desires unity in marriages, desires unity in families, desires unity among ethnic groups, desires unity in every dimension of life. But it often seems to be an elusive goal, does it not? Well, today I share with you a simple insight as to how we can all move closer to the goal. It's a rather simple concept, but as is so often the case, it's not so simple to put it into practice. Now, our teachers for this crucial lesson about unity, believe it or not, are Saul the Pharisee and Stephen the deacon. You might say, Father Ray, you just spoke about how disunited those two men were. Well, that's true, they were. But they aren't disunited now. This moment, Stephen and Paul are more united than we are here on this earth, than we ever could be on this earth. So what happened? What caused this incredible change, this 180 degree change in their relationship? What's the lesson they teach us about how to achieve greater unity in our church, in our families, in our other interpersonal relationships? Very simply, my brothers and sisters, the lesson is this. For unity to be attained within a group of people, something radical needs to happen. Something radical needs to happen on the inside of everyone involved. I'm going to repeat that again. You forget everything else I say in the homily, try to remember this. For unity to be attained in a group, a group of people, something radical has to happen on the inside of everyone involved. And I mean everyone. And we see this clearly in Saul and Stephen. Something radical happened in Stephen. We heard it today in this reading. It happened just before he died. He forgave his murderers, and that included Saul. He fell to his knees and cried out, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. Stephen cooperated with the grace God offered him at that moment 
and made the decision to pardon those who were stoning him to death. If he had not made that decision, if he had allowed hatred to fill his heart and carried that sin, that hatred to the grave, he never have been, could have been, have been united with Saul in God's eternal kingdom. His hatred would have been an obstacle, an insurmountable obstacle to unity. So that was the radical change in Stephen. What was the radical change that happened in Saul? Well, that occurred not long after Stephen's death. We all know the story. Jesus knocked Saul to the ground as he was going to Damascus to arrest more Christians. He said to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? The radical interior change Saul experienced was his conversion to Christianity, a change that would ultimately lead to him becoming St. Paul, Apostle of Jesus Christ. The unity that Stephen and Paul now share in heaven is beautifully expressed in an ancient writing from the 6th century. It's done at the Office of Readings for the Feast of St. Stephen, which is December 26th goes as follows. Love was Stephen's weapon by which he gained every battle, and so won the crown signified by his name. His love of God kept him from yielding to the ferocious mob. His love for his neighbor made him pray for those who were stoning him. Love inspired him to reprove those who erred, to make them amend. Love led him to pray for those who stoned him, to save them from punishment. Strengthened by the power of his love, he overcame the raging cruelty of Saul and won his persecutor on earth as his companion in heaven. Now at last, Paul rejoices with Stephen. With Stephen, he delights in the glory of Christ. With Stephen, he exalts. With Stephen, he reigns. Stephen went first, slain by the stones thrown by Paul. But Paul followed after, helped by the prayer of Stephen. This surely is the true life, my brothers, a life in which Paul feels no shame because of Stephen's death, and Stephen delights in Paul's companionship, for love fills them both with joy. It was Stephen's love that prevailed over the cruelty of the mob, and it was Paul's love that covered the multitude of his sins. It was love that won for both of them the kingdom of heaven. Think, my brothers and sisters, this morning, of the people in your life with whom you desire greater unity. No doubt some of them, maybe most of them, are within your own family. And ask the Lord to help you to see what radical changes need to occur inside you before this unity can come about. The Lord might bring you to the realization that you need to forgive or swallow your pride or ask forgiveness or deal with a bad habit or a personality flaw. But whatever it is, resolve to make that radical change with the help of God's grace and pray that everyone else involved in the situation will do exactly the same thing. Because remember, for unity to be attained among a group of people, something radical must happen on the inside of everyone involved. St. Stephen and St. Paul pray for us that we will be one as you are one.